The following is a paid program on 600 WREC. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic is don't make these mistakes when you are buying, selling, or financing your real estate or even hiring a contractor. Subscribe. You'll get our weekly blog posts with podcast at jogarner.com. Call us while we're live today, February 9, 2022 at 901-535-9732. Don't like to make mistakes? Well, you know, I don't either. And here are some facts and stories that hopefully will save you some time, money, and some frustrations. You can feel good about making good decisions and avoiding bad ones. And in the studio today, we're going to have Ed Hill of Masters Roofing. He's going to be giving you some great advice on how to sidestep some whiz-bang contractors that may not be so hot in favor of reputable professionals that will get the job done right. But yep, back in the studio, we have Ed Hill of uh, Masters Roofing. And Ed, you have a a plus B, uh, Better Business Bureau rating, and every person I talk to, Ed, says that you have set the bar high for roofers. And when it comes to a good quality job, top service, and as senior consultant of Masters Roofing, you've assisted over eight or 900 roof repairs or replacements? Yeah, just me personally, not our whole company, just me. I'm approaching well over 900 roofs I've replaced. Wow. Well, you know, you wrote the book on home improvements. So today when we're talking about contractors, we're talking about just about any kind of home improvement yeah, contract. Yeah, not, not just roofing, but electricians, plumbers, tree service, all of that. And you can catch Ed's podcast at memphishomemaintenanceshow.podbean.com. And, uh, so, but, Ed, take a minute and tell us a little bit about yourself and what, uh, what you do for your clients at Masters Roofing. Well, I've been in this industry, Joe, since 2008. I don't know everything, but I've learned a lot, and I learn something new. Amazingly, every week I learn something new. So um, I try to bring all of that to the customers I serve and give them a white glove, red carpet roof experience. We also do uh, new gutter system installations, Mm -hmm. and we do some interior painting and drywall, you know, like stains from roof leaks uh you know people will call us say hey replace my roof and paint the inside too and we do a little bit of exterior work like that as well Mm -hmm. well you've got a good reputation well you know as a mortgage officer i've been in the mortgage business for over over 30 years and I, i try to help my home buyers and homeowners avoid some of the most common mistakes that people make when they're buying selling or or financing a home but the most common mistakes happen on home purchase contracts where it's credit snafus, um, appraisal problems, mm-hmm. funds to close, maybe some income calculations or, may I say, miscalculations. So let's talk about some of those at real, in Real Estate Mortgage Shop uh, today. Let me talk, uh, give, tell you a story about an appraisal snafu and how they got around it. The Garrisons, not their real name, they had been making offers on homes for a couple of months. They were very persistent. The house that the Garrisons found next, um, it was just, just almost per- next to perfect. It was a perfect layout for them. It needed some paint. It needed some better-looking flooring. 
The sellers said they were strapped for cash until the home sold. The garrisons really wanted the house, but they really wanted that new flooring because the other flooring, the appraiser was going to say had to be fixed because it was really mm-hmm. bad. And, you know, they needed some paint done too, but uh, and they wanted to use a contractor, Ed, that they knew was reputable. So right. the buyer and the seller were at an impasse. <clears throat> the garrisons negotiated for the sellers to agree to pay for the new paint and the flooring and here's how they worked out the impasse. They said, look, we want to use our own contractor. We understand you won't have the money to pay for any repairs until you go to closing. So can we put the money that you're going to pay to the contractors of our choice in an escrow account? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and get the work done and just agree to pay the contractors, Mr. Seller, that that we pick at, at right after the, the loan closes. So that's exactly what they did. Now, if your flooring and paint is just cosmetic, it's not peeling paint, the flooring works, it just doesn't look good, that's a cosmetic improvement. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to, you know, underwriters and mortgage companies aren't going to require that cosmetic thing to be fixed unless the flooring is just work not working. It's broken, it's right. torn, it's it's got holes in it, it's rotted, whatever the case is. But those are ways that you can get around uh, an impasse but it's better to do that before you sign the contract rather than after you have a home inspection done, if, if possible. Right. Another one I would say, I see, still see this even today, but for the last 20 years, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA, Veteran Loans, USDA, will not allow decorator allowances. So if you put a $5,000 decorator allowance or carpet allowance or flooring allowance in your contract, it is not going to work. Now, there are cases where it... It will, but they're very, very rare. Just stay away from them. Work mm-hmm. out something like the garrisons did. Yeah. Uh, get um, uh, get a uh, experienced mortgage loan officer that's going to qualify you, get you your exact financing that you need within your comfort level. Go ahead and give you a strong pre-approval letter. I would like to sign up for the job since I love to do that. Also, look for a good, reputable realtor who knows the market and can advise you on ways to form your home purchase offer to get the best chance of having the seller accept it and yet not overpromise and overpay. Mm-hmm. Before I turn it over to you, I'd just like to remind our listeners of something former First Lady of the United States, Eleanor Roosevelt, said. She said, learn from the mistakes of others. You can't live long enough to make them all yourself. <laughs> <laughs> But Ed, you know, you're you also are talking about avoiding making big mistakes and you're talking about maybe after you buy the house or maybe you're trying to refinance the house or maybe you need to do something with your house to improve it. How do we avoid mistakes with home improvements? Okay, we're going to talk about that. And it's funny you mentioned, you know, doing improvements relative to the contract. Mm-hmm. Um I've done a lot of that where we've replaced the roof before or right after and we just Last week, we just replaced a roof um, after they closed on Thursday. We were there on Friday starting the roof replacement, and wow. everything worked just like clockwork. It was great. So um, a lot of pressure there. <laughs> <laughs> we did it, though. All right, uh, talking about Wizbane contractors, Wizbane contractor warning. All right, now, Joe, i got to make a disclaimer right here. 
I do not know personally any company named Wizbang Contracting, right? Okay, yeah, or contractors. Right, right. And if you're that company and you're listening and that's your business name, you better pick another name quick. All right. <laughs> now, what is the definition of a Wizbang Contractor? And this is a highly technical definition. Contractors who do not have a state license to do what they do and are not accountable to any contracting board. What happens if there's a dispute or a problem, right? There's no legal record of proven knowledge and skills in their area of contracting. All you can go on is they say they can do something. Mm -hmm. The owner of Mass me, but the owner has a state contractor's license. He had to pass an exam like a doctor, lawyer, or nurse. Wow. Did you know that? Uh, you know, I did know That's that, That's why most <laughs> roof companies in Memphis are not state licensed. They don't want to take the exam. Right. And they don't want to post bond, and they don't want to uh, provide workers' comp, which right. are all required of a state licensed contractor. So, listen, a Wizbang contracting service could be roofers, tree service, painting, renovations, whatever. You know what their tagline could be, Joe? What's that? We deliver explosive results. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be lying, yeah, would hey, it? <laughs> hey, listen, I, I don't gamble at all. You know me, Joe. But listen, out there to our audience, if you love gambling, then you will love dealing with Wizbang contractors. <laughs> I mean, be prepared to risk it all, baby. Well, he's uh, Ed's going to have a whole lot more to share with us when we come back from break. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am your host, Joe Garner. I'm a mortgage loan officer. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Let's make your plan, work your plan. And if the deal works for you today... Let's, Let's do, do it, it today. today. Absolutely. And I want you to connect with me at jogarner.com. Also, give me a call the old-fashioned way because I want to hear your story. And let's explore some options that will help you get quicker to the life you want at 901-482-0354. When we come back, Ed Hill of Masters Roofing is going to be sharing with you some tips on how to avoid less than reputable whiz-bang contractors. Mm. And if you're calling in, again, that number open in our phone lines at this point is 901-535-9732. See you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Sierra Pacific Mortgage Company, Inc., NMLS 1788, licensed in Arkansas, 23921, licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance, 1788, licensed in Tennessee, 109426, 46 Timber, Tennessee, 38018, equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Mark McLaurin at Refrigeration Unlimited in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. It's a All right. We don't want to make those mistakes, do we, Ed? No, we don't. <laughs> You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. I would love to be yours. You can find me over at Sierra Pacific Mortgage here in the Memphis area. You can pick up the phone and call me. Let's talk. 901 482 Five, four, or connect with me at jogarner.com. And in the studio, we have Ed Hill of Hello. Masters Roofing. And how do we contact you, Ed Hill? Just uh, text or call me at 901-273-6594. 
All right. Well, we're going to do something we haven't done in a while. We've opened up our phone lines. So we're going to play the game, the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. And the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is brought to you by Jimmy Ogle, our Memphis Shelby County historian. You can connect with Jimmy at jimmyogle.com. And our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is uh, sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape. You can connect with them at 901-754-7474. They can help you with the small projects, the big projects, and they can do the big ones in phases if you need to. So, Ed Hill, what are some of our hints for the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest? All right, so here's the question. Listen up, people. Sometimes I am closed by nature and sometimes by man. What street am I? It's a street, and it's in Memphis, Tennessee. Got any more? All right, here's a couple of hints, two or three hints. My land did not exist for centuries. Hmm. Second hint, a part of me was once the city dump. Ooh, that's a long time ago. Here's another hint. Parts of me have also been known by the names of Arkansas Street or Fulton Street. And the final hint, Joe... I am now one of the most pedestrian-friendly streets in Memphis, Tennessee. All right. If you know the answer to our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest, give us a call at 901-535-9732. Okay. So, Ed, while we're waiting on our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest winner, and by the way, if you are the first caller with the first answer, with the correct answer, you get a $25 gift card from the Lawhans. So give us a call. Ed, back to Whizbang Contractors. All right. Well, a Whizbang Contractor, again, Joe, is uh, trades that do not require a state license. They're especially affected by what I call Whizbang Contractors. Mm-hmm. All right. And this is a company, alleged company, uh, these kind of companies that started maybe three months ago. But in their public marketing efforts, they claim to be the most seasoned, trustworthy, skilled, highly rated contractors in town. Well, they've only been doing this 90 days. Come on. That doesn't make any sense, right? That just kills me. And you can Google those companies in the city and the BBB rating, and you can find out a lot about them. Yeah. I mean, does that make sense to you as a listener? How can they have to prove in state licensed contractors? The answer is they can't. Right. But the price is so good. Hey, Joe, do you know what the last thing that's often said about Wizbane contractors? I am trying to guess. I finally fired them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I, I go into hundreds of homes a year. I see firsthand not only roof issues, but other things that people show me. And it's just amazing what people put up with. I, I just can't believe it. So, um, they, these kind of contractors, they know just enough to get into your project, but they might not know enough to satisfactorily complete the project. Which is still a problem if it you're is, halfway done. It is a problem, and kind of even worse is, even though all I just said is true, they go ahead and complete it anyway and get your money, and you're left with something like, holy cow, this is not what I paid for. This is not what I wanted my home to look like. Well, I don't mean to be too direct, but you asked for it, 
right? Right, right. Because you let Price decide who you were going to let work on your home. Now, price is obviously a, a factor, but it should never be the predominant factor. Correct, yes. Or, or you're going to get, we've heard it before, you're going to get what? What you paid, paid for. for. Yes. Exactly. Now, when a sincere tradesperson, and I'm not trying to put people down, but when a sincere tradesperson has what I call a light bulb moment, I've had them, you had them, mm-hmm. every listener's had them. Maybe he says to himself, you know, I can own my own contracting business. How hard can it be? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, listen, he doesn't know what he doesn't know. Mm -hmm. That's deadly. Yes. And though he has sincere, legitimate, big dreams, his inexperience or his lack of financial standing can become your home renovation nightmare. nightmare. Yes, I've heard I've heard stories about that before. Man, absolutely. So the problem is too often that the tradesperson simply now this is, this is key. He simply copies what he sees other companies doing. Maybe a state licensed contractor. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, Wismain Contracting has signs, wrapped vehicles door hangers and pushy sales reps and they start hitting your neighborhood and your city knocking on the door and from the superficial appearance joe it suggests that they are skilled experts on the same level Mm -hmm. as a state licensed contractors who really are licensed at the state level actually are bonded and authentically pay for workers comp and general liability, so that if something bad happens on your property, right? you don't lose your home, or you don't have some massive lawsuit against your home. So most of the time, none of that is true with a Wisbane contractor, but you kind of get the feeling you're led to think that's the case. Well, just before, just so that you know, if callers, if you're calling in, just hang on the phone until the break because uh, we've got you queued up and Miss Sherry here, and she knows who is the first caller with the correct answer. (laughs) Just really, Joe, they they look like they're the real deal, and that's that's the key. They look like they're the real deal, and I'm not saying they're insincere, but it's only because they are copying the visual image of the true professionals. Right. Right? And uh, they do not have the depth and the ability of state licensed contractors with a vast team of experienced craftsmen and tradesmen. But they want you to think they do. Right. And they want to look like it. Yeah, exactly. And it's easy to do that. So, Joe, probably right now you're saying, well, Ed, (laughs) what should I require from a prospective contractor to let them work on my home. Are you wondering that right now, Joe? You know, I was actually earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course you are. I just because I, I heard you do our Facebook Live tip. Don't pay them any money up front oh, for one man. thing. Listen, yeah, no money up front to anybody for any reason is a very good rule. If they're the right kind of contractor, they won't need your money up front. Joe, you asked me when we were off air for true stories, and I'm not going to name any names. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've been to a home. It's usually a single lady, often a widow, and it goes just like this. Well, they did my neighbor's roof, or they painted my neighbor's house. It turned out okay. 
So they asked, could they help me? And I thought, sure. And they asked for the money up front. I didn't think there would be a problem. But, you know, Ed, they won't pick up their phone now. In fact, there is no number. You know, when I call that, it's dead. It's somebody else's number, whatever. Mm -hmm. I can't get in contact with them. And I have this, I have this sad responsibility, Joe, to say, listen, Miss Jones, that's my generic name for all customers. (laughs) Listen, Miss Jones, I'm so sorry to tell you, but you will never get your money back. You'll never see them again. One lady told me she found out the person was in Connecticut. Oh, wow. From here, they had moved on, and they had her money. Oh, my goodness. So, it's heartbreaking. Absolutely. Well, today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we're talking about don't make these mistakes when you are buying, selling, or financing real estate or hiring contractor. You've been listening to Ed Hill of Masters Roofing. Ed, how do we contact you? The old-fashioned way, just call me, 901-273-6594. We'll be talking about some more stories on financing and how to get over obstacles and avoid mistakes. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. You're listening to mortgage expert Joe Gardner, author of Choosing the Best Mortgage, The Quickest Way to the Life You Want, and she has a golden nugget from her book. You can order Joe's book at jogardner.com. Okay, Joe, you talk about treasure hunting in your book. Can you tell us what that is? The funds to close. There's still 100% loan programs out there, down payment assistance, gifts from family, cash value, and life insurance, and a lot of other ways that you can find money you didn't even know you had. Order the book today. You'll be glad you did. Hi, I'm Susan David of webandstorymedic.com in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. Oh, oh, I'm falling in love. Oh, 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 oh. I thought I wouldn't get caught again. Never in a hundred, never in a thousand, never in a million years. Never in a million years. She had All right, you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host. You can connect with me. I'm a mortgage officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. We're talking about don't make these mistakes when you are buying, selling, or financing real estate or hiring a contractor. You don't want to, uh-oh, when it comes to those (laughs) big decisions. But in in, in the studio with us, we have Ed Hill, and he is with Masters Roofing. And Ed, how do we contact you? 901-273-6594. Text or call. You know, we're talking about not making mistakes when you buy, sell, or finance real estate. And I've seen in my 30-plus years, a lot of people make mistakes. And so when you're doing business with me, you'll get a little 12-minute YouTube uh, video with me sitting across the desk from you, just reminding you of of several things to avoid mm-hmm. and things to do and don't do. In fact, we have a do's and don'ts list that you can find in this blog post for this show today on Monday if you go to jogarner.com. You can pick up this show and the show notes, and they're in there. But in a competitive market like we're experiencing, you do have to be very decisive and quick if you want your home purchase offer to win out over the competing offers. But take some time to consider what you promise to do on the home purchase offer. Haste makes waste, and the last thing you want is to paint yourself into a costly corner common real estate clauses that you that can cause some problems for you and i've picked these up from some realtors that have been a part of real estate mortgage shop and i've done business with and they they're very wise and uh here are some things you want to avoid 
offering to pay 5000 to 10000 over the appraisal amount, but forgetting to state the maximum price that you're going to pay for a home in case the appraisal came in higher, comes in higher <laughs> than you thought. Yeah. You know, you need to put a ceiling on that because uh, it can be shocking, especially in this market where you think the house is going to appraise for 200000 mm-hmm. but it appraises for two hundred and ten. And you didn't say sales price. You said appraisal amount. Mm-hmm. And the mortgage office is going to calculate your down payment based on the lower of the appraisal amount or the sales price. So that's going to cost you a chunk of change if you are not careful. Number two, offering to buy a home not contingent on the appraisal. That's the other common problem that we've seen. That means you're going to offer to pay, it means you offer to pay 190000 for a home thinking it's going to appraise for that value. Instead, the appraisal value comes in at one seventy-five. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you're con- now you're contracted to pay fifteen thousand over and above the eighty five hundred you thought you were going to pay if the home had appraised seventy five. Now your down payment is eighty five hundred plus fifteen thousand dollars. But 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 <laughs> hey, it doesn't matter. It's, <laughs> but, it's, but but it's, yeah, I didn't mean that. Right well, that's what you said. Yeah. That's right. You Ed. signed it. Absolutely. So that's a big uh oh, and uh, this could sink your savings now. The uh, number three is waiving the home inspection. I know people are doing it. And in some cases, you know, maybe, I I don't know if it's brand new home. I don't know. But, uh, you know, that makes you more competitive against multiple offers. But it's something that you want to seriously weigh uh, the wisdom of doing that. I want to tell a story. I call it Close Call with Costly Real Estate Contract Clause. Mindy Mickelson's story. Mindy Mickelson and her young son, uh, their lease was ending in less than 45 days on the apartment where she had been renting, and Mindy was motivated. She she was very mindful that she needed to live in a place that would allow her son to go to his same school. And the clock was ticking, and Mindy didn't have time to try again and again to get an offer accepted on a home in an area where she wanted to live. She told her realtor, I can't afford to lose the deal on this house. What can I do to push my offer ahead of everyone else's? Well, based on the prices of homes selling in that area, it looked like um, it would the house would easily appraise for at least one sixty, you know, one hundred sixty thousand. She asked her realtor to make her offer to pay one sixty five, five thousand dollars over that list price. Mm-hmm. She also marked on the home purchase offer that she would pay this no matter what the value of the appraisal report. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, and just. To make her offer even more irresistible, she paid a whopping $5,000 earnest money. Mm. The sellers had agreed to pay for any lender required repairs, though, since she was so generous. Bad news came like a tsunami. Oh, man. The appraisal value came in at $155 instead of $165. It came in $10,000 low, which Mm -hmm. is very rare in this market. But it did. And Mindy's contract said she would pay 165 no matter what the appraisal value. Yikes. But the mortgage company was calculating her minimum down payment on 155 not 165 So now it was going to cost her big time. And she just couldn't really lose her 5000 earnest mm-hmm. money or she would be out of the game for a very long time. In this case, realtors, uh, the sellers, and Mindy all worked together for a solution. It was really unusual, but the sellers actually felt sorry for her as well, and they were compassionate, and they started trying to work a deal. Uh, 
Mindy's uncle was a licensed home repair contractor. He agreed to do the lender-required repairs for free so the sellers wouldn't have to pay that $5,000. And the seller agreed to lower the price by $5,000. They didn't have to do that. They did. Mindy's brother gifted her another $5,000, and Mindy then had enough from her own savings to close the deal. (sighs) Wow. Wow. By the skin of her her teeth. It was such a uh, a nail-biter on that one. But um, if you're considering buying a home or selling a home, check out the professionals professionals that you're going to be working with on your team. Check reviews online. Ed, I think we had mentioned that earlier. Mm -hmm. Ask friends who have worked with these professionals. Make sure someone knowledgeable and reputable that is, that are committed to help you get what you need and stay within your personal comfort level. Uh, here's some other contract object uh, problems. Spelling the names of the borrowers correctly, uh, you need to do that because it can cause a problem with title. Uh, put the exact correct address on the contract. Uh, I always look at the United States Post Office site to make sure it's correct because this can mess up your findings on underwriting. If you got a waiver for appraisal, suddenly you don't, and it's too late to get an appraisal. That's a problem. Um, Another one I see is uh, clauses that indicate the seller is to pay the buyer's closing cost up to a certain percent of the sales price. This can sometimes get misstated, and they say in the contract, seller to pay 3% of the buyer's cost instead of 3% of the sales price toward the buyer's cost. Let me tell you, that's a, that, that is a negative surprise when you get to closing and your, your seller's only paying $300 toward your cost instead of $6,000 toward your cost. Uh, if your contract to buy a home is contingent on you selling your current home first, make sure you clearly state this as the contingency in your home offer, purchase offer. Otherwise, you're taking a chance on losing your earnest money if your house does not sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, stay away from clauses like seller gives a buyer a decorator allowance. This is not allowed on most of your standard loans. There are a few that you might get away with it, but very few. And if the contractor mentions repairs to be done, uh, I mean, if the contract mentions that repairs have to be done, then the appraiser will need to make sure that these repairs are completed, even if they're not mentioned in the appraisal. Now, when an appraiser goes out and he sees any repairs that have to do with the the security, uh, sanitation, or structure of the home, he'll put those on the appraisal. Those will have to be done before closing, but none of the cosmetic stuff unless you mention it in the appraisal. Credit. Most everyone in this audience has three credit scores. You want to keep them as high as you can because the higher your score, the lower you have to pay, lower rate you have to pay. And, uh, you know, just some things you want to pay, make your payments on time. Another one is on revolving credit, like credit cards. Keep your usage always below 30% of the credit mm-hmm. limit. The algorithms love that, and they'll, they'll reward you handsomely if you don't use a lot of your credit limits on each card. Um, income. I want to tell a, just a real quick story, because this is big. Know your personal comfort level on, you know, on a house payment and down payment based on your income. But don't change jobs and don't change the way you are paid while you're in the mortgage process because this can really foul things up. Uh, I was working with a guy, I'll call him Albert Albert Abbott, and uh, he was looking good. He was already pre-approved. He had a salary that was good and uh, pre-approval letter, and we were well into it. 
We got his verification of employment back, and it said he does not work here as an employee anymore. We're like, what? He didn't mention anything about this. <laughs> I called him. He goes, oh, you know, Joe, I'm making more money now. He said, I, uh, last week I went in there, and I, I, I'm not an employee anymore. I'm a subcontractor. They're going to pay me a 1099, and I get more money now. I said, yes, but now you're self-employed. In self-employment income, you need to establish a two-year history, or we can't count any, any of your income. Well, Albert decided that less is more, and he <laughs> arranged with his employer to become an employee again, which was very fortunate for him. But there's a whole lot of things we want to share with you, and I would love to talk with you after the show. If you're thinking about buying, selling, or financing a home, 901-482-0354, jogarner.com. And uh, we're going to be hearing more from Ed Hill of Masters Roofing when we come back. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hey, I'm business consultant Tim Flessner with Business Management Solutions in Metro Memphis. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. You know, we all want to do the right thing when it comes to real estate. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Would love to be yours. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. In the studio, we have Ed Hill of Masters Roofing. How do we contact you, Ed? 901-273-6594. We're talking about don't make these mistakes when you're buying, selling, or financing real estate or hiring a contractor. We have Silvana Piadotti on the line with EXP Realty, and I've worked with Silvana so many times. She is a very reputable, knowledgeable uh, realtor. She's bilingual. She She's all about her clients. Silvana, I know you have a tip for us on some mistakes to avoid. Yes. Good morning, Joe. Thanks so much for uh, having me here uh, in this brief clip. You probably remember, this is one of the transactions that we worked last month, not too long ago. If you recall, we were representing the buyer, and the seller was instructed to repair the balcony. And it had to be repaired, obviously, well, to be sound, uh, structurally sound. Correct. So that being the case, if you recall, uh, it was a lender requirement and also an appraisal requirement. Well, um, I'm sure a lot of people, buyers and sellers, sellers especially, want to save money, and maybe they have it repaired uh, and get uh, Cousin Joe to come over and throw in a letter together and say, hey, this is a structurally sound. It doesn't work that way. Right. Because people <laughs> need to understand. Remember that? Yes. People need to understand. Oh, yes. The information is going to be verified whether uh, uh, Uncle Joe is a contractor, if it's a licensed contractor. Right. So that's just, it's such a headache, and it just, uh, gets everyone involved it, it gets frustrating and it's just a waste of time you need to pay for if you're especially something structural like that uh, you need to have a licensed contractor do the work and we and the, and, and rightly so Silvana, the lender required the uh, a licensed person to verify that it was structurally sound yep and they, they were trying to cut corners on the money and they they were trying to cut corners that's right right and it catches up to them it just catches up to people 
Well, Savannah, you're always about taking care of the customer, making sure it's done right. <laughs> if, as a realtor, how do we contact you? Uh, my number is 901-647-6661. Thank you so much, Silvana Piadotti with EXP Realty. We've got Bill Pointer on the line. We've got Bill Pointer, and he's with the New Homes. Tell us what are some ways that you can share with our listeners to avoid these mistakes. In this uh, day of instant gratification, I know it sounds overly simplistic, but how about read the contract or read the <laughs> offer? Yes. Yes. You know, everybody's so used to punching the buttons on the phone and signing the contract. Everybody needs to stop and read because we don't always have a meeting of the minds. We want to, and, and, and we desperately try to, but read the contract, read the offer. Absolutely. That's really all I've got. Bill Pointer, I love working with you also. You're another one I've, that's been in the business since the 90s, and I remember many times working with you and your clients. What is a good way to contact you? Bill Pointer, you're a realtor, and can you say the name of your company and how to contact you? It's New Homes, and um, it's 901-830-7843. Bill Pointer and Silvana Piadotti, we appreciate you calling Real Estate Mortgage Shop today. And we also want to thank our sponsors of Real Estate Mortgage Shop, Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business or health and wellness. They've sponsored Real Estate Mortgage Shop for many years. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 o'clock Central, at Concord Career College, 5100 Poplar Avenue, the first floor. You can go to Talk Shop, that's Talk, S-H-O-P-P-E.com. Click on the Events tab to find out more. Thank you to Talk Shop's newest sponsors, Nick and Amber Hadley of Sysarc, um, creating software to streamline the processes of your business and so you can be more efficient. Thank you to Leanne Morse of All Things New for supporting our business community with Talk Shop's free networking and education. When you or someone you know needs to downsize or make a move, call Leanne Morse of All Things New to organize your move or your estate sale 901 901- Four eight eight nine seven three three. Subscribe to uh, get our Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcast with the show notes. You can do that at jogarner.com. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. And our quote from the week uh, for the week is from Vibes. They say we learn from our mistakes. That's why I'm making as many as possible. I will soon be a genius. <laughs> Ed, did you have any other wisdom you wanted to share with us? Hey, listen, whenever you're doing work, just hire a state licensed contractor and a lot of your worry will be done with. But beyond that, uh, be sure that you are hiring a contractor who has a line of credit for his materials and labor, doesn't need to ask you for money up front. And uh, get a, just as was said a moment ago, get a detailed, printed, signed contract. And before you sign it, read it. Yep. Let's take a hint from Bill Pointer of New Homes Realty on that reading the contract. And uh, the Fed keeps going up on their rate. Your variable rate is going to start pinching and hurting Mm. you. So if you want to talk about a cash-out refinance to put all of those variable rate things into one low fixed-rate mortgage, 
give me a shout. You can connect with me, Joe Garner, mortgage officer at jogarner.com. And we've loved hanging out with you today, and we're doing everything right, right? So we'll talk to you guys again next Saturday.